Welcome to Come and See, your podcast for finding truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. With host and founder, Richard Case, and co-host and retreat leader, Kathy Riccone. Jesus reminds us to watch for the signs of his return. Today, we will explore further what we are seeing in our times that line up with what signs he said would indicate the potential of the end and his return. We will also discuss the practical meaning of this as we watch and as a remnant, prepare as he so leads. And now your host, Richard Case. Well, good morning, Kathy. Uh, here we are on uh, End Times Friday. This will uh, be airing the good morning. second week of July, the 14th, I think it is. And uh, we just uh, uh, taping this now after uh, the July 4th celebration that we had. Uh, Lynn, yes, you guys went to Vail, right? Went to Vail. Uh, beautiful. Um, it was uh, in the uh, mid-60s the whole time. Um, oh, nice. Very a, nice. A few thunderstorms, but uh, it was mostly sunny and I uh, got to do biking up there. And uh, we just, you know, just really had great joy. We celebrated um, uh, in our our family. Uh, we have our in June, we have our anniversary, which is 53 this year. Uh, my mm-hmm. birthday, Linda's birthday, July 2nd. Um, so we we were up there and celebrated uh, all at the same time. <laughs> That's uh, wonderful. Uh, on our a- actual anniversary, I think I shared about the uh, stuff going on with I- in Iceland that I got really sick uh, there with, mm-hmm. with food poisoning. So I, we didn't go out on an anniversary at all. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but at least you got a belated celebration. <laughs> but we did. Uh, we did in Vail. And um, we were, um, you know, and these are just cute little things that happen, you know, when, when you're walking with God. But we were... You know, we're, we're, there's a parade. They have a parade. They had the first parade uh, in Vail since COVID, so it's four years. It's been four oh, years. Really? Four years wow. since they've celebrated a parade, and and so they, you know, they have all these, um, uh, you know, cool things that uh, you know just locals do floats and all this kind of mm-hmm. stuff. And and so Linda and I um, were just sitting, uh, you know, along the row of you know just things going by, and. Um, uh, there's a there was a uh, a couple that had done a float, and mm-hmm. they're getting married in Vail in August. And oh, cute! So they so she had her wedding dress on, and he had his tux. Um, wow! And, and their mom and dads were there, and their you know party was there, and and they're you know walking, and they had a little float, and they had a cute little float, you know, of marriage, etc. And and they're walking along, and um, uh, the lady uh, who's the bride, uh, she walks over to us mm-hmm. and says, "Are you, you, you guys are married, right? Yeah." Uh, she says, "How many years?" Uh, and Linda says, "You know, fifty-three. She says, "Fifty-three. My goodness." She says, "I would have never thought, you know." And um, she says, "What do you attribute?" being able to mm. uh, have a great marriage like that last that long, you know, and, and Linda and right. I, I said, uh, it's our relationship, you know, with God through Jesus Christ, you know, that he he's moved us into a great unity and a great joy of marriage. She said, wow, that's spectacular. She said, I hope, I hope I can learn that. And, 
Uh, and then, of course, she had to move on. But it was kind of cool. Of all the people, she came over and talked to us. That's beautiful. Uh, I love so, it. So it was kind of fun. Um, but we had a great time up there and, uh, you know, really enjoyed it. And the, the fireworks were uh, beautiful and spectacular and over what they, you know, over Vail Mountain. So you could, uh, mm-hmm. they started, they shoot them off from the top so everybody could see them. So <laughs> it was pretty, pretty cool. What you, what'd you guys wind up doing? So we were in Virginia, actually, Middleburg, Virginia, mm-hmm. if you're familiar with that area. So we flew into D.C. and um, about an hour from the D.C. airport and super, super fun time. All of Dan's family. So there were 22 of us all gathered and we were there for a few days and just enjoyed lots of food, lots of games, lots of laughter. And then Fourth of July itself, we were spoiled rotten. We were in, like I said, this little small town, Middleburg, Virginia, and our nieces were in a parade. So our parade was a little different than yours. This was a kid's parade that probably went five blocks. <laughs> they all decorated their bikes and their wagons, and we all lined up and cheered them on. So, so, so cute. No floats, just the kids and their bikes and wagons. And then um, when it came to home, we went back and had a cookout. And then, oh, which, by the way, this is just a little trivia fact for you did you know they don't call it a cookout there they call it a barbecue Ah, i am from the south a barbecue is only when it involves pork or brisket that's a cookout is when you do burgers but anyway we had a cookout (laughs) that they called a barbecue and um and then we're able to walk over being in this small town you can walk everywhere and we literally walked over to a neighbor's backyard and looked right out. You know, it, we walked there and in two minutes, the fireworks show started on time and was probably one of the best fireworks shows shy of Disney that I have ever seen. Mm. Started on time. We had zero crowds, zero traffic, just walked behind somebody's backyard laughed together, watched the fireworks and walked home. Wow, and it was perfect in my mind. <laughs> Fantastic. So yeah, it was it was super, super good, but great time with family. And it's funny you say, I think people do notice, you know, I'm sure seeing you and Linda on the sidelines, I'm sure you were holding hands and laughing and there was something that drew her to ask you, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, we were at uh, this resort one day um, called the Salamander, and we were there with all of our kids and their significant others, and um, and then a couple of the extended family as well. And we had a couple of people ask us there how long we'd been married and what the secret was. But they were just enamored when they watched our family dynamics, mm. um, that everybody was there laughing together and enjoying one another. And that seems to be something we get a lot of when we go places. But I think it's interesting, just walking with Jesus, you become a display of his covenant, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's beautiful. And it's and people are intrigued. You yeah, know? yeah. Well, we've been uh, discussing, um, uh, you know, things that are uh, important because they're, they're new trends or they're new uh, impacts in our culture. Uh, one of the reasons that we've talked about, you know, when Jesus said, pay attention and uh, keep looking at Revelation and uh, uh, Daniel and understanding, you know, uh, all of this as it, as it approaches the end, um, and certainly at some point in time in history, it's really going to happen. Right. Uh, and he wants us to receive it, process it, and keep teaching it to our next generation Right. Because it's some generation, it's going to be real. You know, maybe maybe ours, um, but we'll see. 
Um, but one of the things is to pay attention to um, new uh, global, what I call global or macro impacts of the change in life because of mm -hmm. these global impacts, which are, you know, cultural, uh, technology, um, uh, government, uh, politics, mm -hmm. uh, economy, all these things, you know, uh, impact things so that, um, you know, think of, uh, of World War II um, when, you know, think of both, uh, both the Germans and then the other Europeans. Um, if you go back and you look at signals, mm -hmm. there were signals that, you know, what Hitler was mm. doing was to put in a position where he could become, as his goal was to become, in essence, you know, the one world government. Uh, right. which which a lot of believers after they saw it were like maybe he's the antichrist you know and mm -hmm. uh certainly has a, a, a typical a, a archetype of an antichrist but there were signals that he was gaining getting his military ready you know getting ready to to start attacking other nations or take them over and then so within the german uh, uh nation you know they began to could see that and then from the other Europeans there were lots of signals that mm -hmm. um, you know hey we're going to gain strength and you're going to have to capitulate you know to us or, or we're going to ultimately go to war but there were a lot of of signals but not many people paid attention to them because mm -hmm. um, you just say ah yeah but you know certainly not because right. of, because of the way and things are. And a level are. of complacency and comfort and just kind of convenience, not wanting to be bothered. All of these things kind of play in, right? right? If it's not directly affecting you in the moment, it's easy to be very complacent. Right, right, complacent, and they didn't pay attention. And then all of a sudden, uh, the things that were that were kind of portrayed as signals and, hey, pay attention and you better get ready, particularly, uh, you know, the, even think of the Jews. There were lots of things going on to say, you know, you better you better get ready here because mm -hmm. there's a there's somebody coming against you and they and they you know Hitler spoke about it etc and um, but there were like you say there just was a complacency of mm -hmm. not paying attention when God was trying to say you know there are something happening here you got to pay attention so what we're going to do here in the next uh, several uh, uh, weeks uh, into a couple months probably is to take these trends and uh, dissect them a little bit in terms of what exactly is going on and then what, what mm -hmm. do we need to understand about how that's going to impact us. And then remember, our encouragement is always to understand it first and then secondly, go to God and seek wisdom um, right. about things that, okay, how would you have us understand this and what do you want us to you know, process with it, uh, which we will. But We've been talking about artificial intelligence, what's called AI. Um, and again, artificial intelligence is a, a computer-based capability. And of course, it's being starting to be translated into, you know, robotic things. And uh, uh, because of virtual reality, it can, it can actually show somebody talking. And you would mm -hmm. think that that's, uh, and they, by the way, can even take your voice and uh, AI right now, uh, if they if they wanted to, 
Kathy, they could take our podcast, record mm-hmm. it, record it, receive the picture of it, and then they could recreate it as if it's us with our voice, mm-hmm. but saying something completely different. But saying different words. Um, and if That's they, very terrifying, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, and the average person without discernment and wisdom wouldn't even know that that mm-hmm. isn't that isn't us. That's how good it is uh, mm-hmm. to be able to portray now even people and and have them speak. You would hear my voice because they can record it and then they can manipulate it right. and say what they want to. But it appears as if it was my voice. But it voice. would sound like it was. So, so it's really it's really scary. But there's a couple of interesting things that uh, uh, you know. Last time we talked about that you know church in Germany that had an AI service and mm-hmm. uh, you know there's a there's an Ask Jesus app. Uh, right right now that you can uh you know basically go and ask him a question and he'll try to give you know as, as what it appears to be a biblical answer a um, couple things uh this is just new stuff uh one is that a pastor uh this is out of the east coast um and he was he was believing something that you and I have spoken about and that is that um what what is set up as the values or the uh, parameters of how they answer right. determines the answer. Um, mm-hmm. And it's not, it's not pure because um, it's not, you know, kind of uh, uh, independent. It has a, it has a, what's called a bent or a value proposition bias. Bias, yeah. bias is a good word. Uh, built in, um, and all they have mm-hmm. to do is built it in, and of course you know, it'll respond. So, so what pastor believed that, and so he he sent into this uh, AI chat uh, a question, mm-hmm. and the question was, um, my child is considering transgi- transitioning to a different gender. Mm-hmm. Um, how how would a, how should I support that? Mm. And um, it came out a really very fairly lengthy, well thought out, you know, do this, do this, do this, do this, do this, and this is how you do it. Uh, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, he, he got it. Um, so he waited uh, two days and sent another question. Mm-hmm. My child is considering uh, transitioning to a different gender how do I help that that my child not go that direction and remain true to his own uh, real sex? And the answer came back: You shouldn't resist that. It wow. didn't. It didn't answer the question. It didn't. Yeah. It didn't say this is what you do. It mm-hmm. said you shouldn't do that. You should cooperate with that child transitioning if that's what that child wants to do. And then here's, you know, basically the same answer that he got in the first time. Right. Um, and so he proved it mm-hmm. that um, it's all based on what is fed into the mm-hmm. value proposition yeah. of how they determine the answers. And uh, it can it can take things and move it to the way it really wants to answer it. And so it's not pure in receiving and processing truth. Um uh, another 
example. Yeah, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. You want to go ahead and say something there? Go ahead. I was just going to say, um, even on something, you know, not not like that, but it's interesting to me. New York, I believe, just it's for the first law in the U.S. has now gone in effect um, regarding AI and how it u- is used for hiring. And the law is based on the idea that the AI is indeed biased and right. that it shows, you know, it shows a racist bend. And they're looking at the statistics of people that have companies that have used AI for hiring purposes and trying to limit the bias that goes into the programming for it because what they're coming out with is actually biased hiring. Right, that's right. So they're seeing it even in that. And I think from what I read, it sounds like several other states are about to follow trying to pass some kind of legislation that makes you reveal the filter that's being used and some of those key things. So I think across the board, people are are beginning to pay attention anyway yeah. to the bias that exists and we need to pay attention to it. Yep. Um, and there was uh, another example of, uh, and this is in the religious area where it's, it's similar to a, you know, ask Jesus uh, app, but uh, they purposely, and they came out even said this purposely is um, mm-hmm. we are going to uh, basically not worry about the, the truth of scripture. We're going to feed it what we think mm. is should be should be spoken and the things right. that, that we think should be supported that it is not based on the bible truth it's based on yeah. what and they that's specifically on this app you're talking about on, on this app um, so it appears I mean, I know that can happen anywhere but yeah, yeah. It, it appears as if it's a jesus and religious but mm. the answers are very biased and very skewed right. and, and they even kind of put it out there as this is this is the bent we're going to take with it um, mm-hmm. but it's, it's taking what people could be considered as truth and mm-hmm. slanting it in a very different, different way. And that's, and by the way, we're just at the very beginning of all this. Right. Um, and it's already happening that, that, that the, that's what mm-hmm. we're trying to say here. It's already happening of the biases that are be mm-hmm. built in that, and think about, the cleverness of Satan with this is that um, think about what he originally when he said to Adam and Eve, you know, did God really say? Right. I mean, he is the father of lie, master yeah. deceiver, yeah. you know. And then and then um, what he said surely won't be true. This is truth, mm-hmm. you know. And so uh, the enemy right. uh, is constantly trying to uh, deceive by taking some truth, mm-hmm. but manipulating it to a different place so that it winds up being not true, and it's, but it appears to be true, mm-hmm. and it's called deception, uh, is that I, th- I guess it's true. You know, like, for example, that, um, uh, you know, right now, particularly in the church, that uh, there's a lot of churches that are supporting, you know, gay marriage. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, it's not a matter of um, the person. Um, are we to uh, love the person? Yes. And loving the person is uh, inviting them to God, inviting them to the mm-hmm. truth based on the beauty and the, and the life of God without judgment. You know, So uh, right. it, it's not for me to say, well, you need to stop, 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 and then you can come to Christ. He said, no, just come. Learn, learn, bring him to the feet of Jesus. Let him yeah. do their thing. He'll, do he'll, his thing. 
he'll he'll guide you into the truth that he wants to and the timing that he wants to and that Mm -hmm. my job isn't to condemn you uh, but rather to invite you but Mm -hmm. is to invite you to God invite you to the truth and to have a heart to pursue truth um, and for me to understand it but um, if your promotion of false Mm-hmm. now starts to impinge upon my life, then I have to be able to stand up about that false. Like, for example, um, uh, in public schools right now, mm-hmm. uh, there's. Uh, I was just reading actually this morning where some parents are pretty upset that, um, you know, they've been bringing in uh, transgender teaching with some awful sexual mm-hmm. things uh, at age six and first, sec- first grade, second grade. Yeah. Uh, I mean, just, just their kids Very can't inappropriate to be teaching at this level. Get, get, yeah. Kids can't handle the kind of, mm-hmm. the kind of debased stuff that they're teaching. Um, mm-hmm. as well as, uh, and the, and members, a uh, person's sexuality is generally, uh, developed between the ages of, you know, two and eight as they're learning who they are. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, from usually, by the way, it's from, from dad um, and then the relationship with mom. But it's stepping into who you've created to be, you know, either a male mm-hmm. or a female, <laughs> which, right. again, it's not that complicated. It's, it's, you know, there's only two sexes and you're one of them. Right, <laughs> right. Um, right. And you're supposed to, you know, step into it. Um, well, in, in grade schools and little kids, kindergarten, first grade, second grade, they're teaching this awful stuff as part of their curriculum. And I mean, it's real, mm-hmm. and, and, and people, parents are livid. Um, in the last uh, five or six years, they've been teaching it, but they've been able to opt out, what they call opt out. And that is they're, right. supposed, they're supposed to notify the parent, here's what we're teaching. If you want to opt out, have your kid not attend that particular class mm-hmm. or that teaching, it's okay. Because, you know, right. through religious belief. Well, now it's starting to say, we don't give you that option. Mm-hmm. Uh, you cannot opt out. You have to f- force it. Okay, now false has come to a point where now it's impinging on the life that I have and the exposure of my children to mm-hmm. false. And now I do have to stand up for that. Um, right. I can't just say, well, it's fine. I love you anyway. Well, no, because God says light and dark can't be in the same spot. You're going to have to mm. stand up about that, including maybe, you know, pull your kid out of school or, or do homeschooling. Right. Um, so yeah, that we're seeing a lot of that around here. We have to separate as we're looking at these kind of things of um, when we think of individuals, mm-hmm. uh, we are not to bring judgment but rather invitation. Right. Um, and, and it says, this is in Luke 11, it says, offer your peace. Uh, do, would you like to come and learn of God? Mm-hmm. And I offer you that. I know God. I'd like to help you understand God. Would you like to come? Um, right. Without judgment. Um, and they either say yes or no. If they say yes, stay with them. If they say no, he said, dust your feet off and move on. Don't worry about it. You don't need to leave them mm-hmm. with any judgment. You just need to move on and don't worry about it. You're not accepting what they're doing. It's rather that your your line is around 
the invitation. Mm-hmm. Um, are you willing to come and learn about God? If you do, great. If you don't, I, that's okay. I'm not going to judge you, and I don't. I'm not going to come against you. Uh, but I'm going I'm to move on. But when what they're what they're speaking and doing is now trying to impinge upon my life, mm-hmm. and um, it's false. I do have to stand up for truth. By the way, in a in a holy righteous way, because remember, in, in uh, this right. is a, this is in Matthew Matthew five. And that's a key part. <laughs> yeah, it says, "Blessed are you, who are persecuted mm-hmm. for righteousness' sake." Mm-hmm. And that means I am standing up for truth, the way Christ stood up for truth, which was always with honor and respect. Is that right. I, I don't accept false, but I I, I invite you to truth, and I'm going to honor and respect you, but. I'm going to stand up. Um, and so we stand up. And, and if they persecute us, it has to be because of the truth of what uh, Christ is asking us to present, not the way we're doing it. Because mm-hmm. if we come against him with hardness and judgment and, and, uh, and disrespect, then we're being persecuted because of the way we're doing it, not what we're saying. Right. Uh, and that is, you know, continues to be regardless of their response to us. Yeah. In that because often their response to us, even when we are acting truly in righteousness and love, can also be very hard and, and you know, difficult and, you know, really coming against in interesting ways, you know. Yeah, yeah. And so it, we have to, we still have to maintain just representing, you know, being the vessel, the conduit of God in that moment. Right, right. So think of... Um, you know, with what the world is what's going on, we'll talk about this more with cultural issues, but um, what's going on is, you know, our, as we look at individuals, they are created in God's image, and we are to invite them to experience God always. And, and, uh, and we never lay on them, you have to go do these things, you've got to stop doing these things right. in order, order to have it. It's just, would you like to come and learn of God? Um, and that's mm-hmm. it's kind of simple, and, and that's how we love them. Um, but when they when the things that they're presenting is now trying to encroach upon our life through the way that they're doing that truth, like forcing a child to listen to certain things that they shouldn't be listening to, then we do have to stand up for truth, mm-hmm. be, again, with honor and respect, but not be afraid of it out of a false sense of, well, if I accept them, then they'll have a higher propensity to want to know God. And God says, no, it's, it's always based on the truth and, mm-hmm. and invite people you know, to that truth. So that um, as we think about particularly AI, um, it's going to get into that same place. Um, mm-hmm. you know, right now it's just beginning. Uh, most people don't even have access to it yet. Uh, or know how right. to get access to it or don't care about getting access, but they will. Um, and so Perfect. it's going to come down. And what we're trying to say here is that um, what we're already seeing is deception is already creeping into it. Uh, mm-hmm. So we have to, and we'll, and we'll spend time you know, next time because we've kind of used our time just to get it set up. But next time we'll talk about, again, more wisdom about how do we process AI? It's going to become part of life. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going so to be, we need to be able to discern. We need to understand it. What do we do with that? How do we approach mm-hmm. it? 
And then how do we, uh, as our, as our, you know, as a couple, as a family, as a small group, as a church, how do we help each other with this thing that is going to happen? And mm-hmm. it, remember, and the, and the premise of it is that it's going to appear true, but it's going to move to deception. Mm-hmm. And so the question is, how do we process that and right. and use the good pieces of it, but don't accept the bad pieces of it? Um, so we'll we'll pick that up uh, next time when we get into uh, more of this uh, aspect of wisdom and understanding. Mm-hmm. But uh, just recognize that it's already moving. It's here. It's starting to be mm-hmm. presented, and already. It is already biased. It's already, it's already move, moving to deception, you know, so we got to really, you know, pay mm-hmm. attention to it. So we'll, we'll pick this up uh, again next time. So Heavenly Father, we thank you that you are showing us what's going on. You, you give us uh, insight about this. And we just want to seek your wisdom and, in, and uh, understanding of how do we process this, particularly at the very beginning of it. We're starting to see it so that we can have... Uh, uh, us as individuals and then we as, as family and couples and small groups can help each other uh, not be deceived by it. And we thank you in Christ's name. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you so much for sharing and thank you for joining us, everyone. Hope you have a wonderful weekend. If this brings questions up, send them in to us at questions at afjministry.com. We'll see you next time. See you next time. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See, your podcast for truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. Send us your questions and comments and tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. Remember, God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos.